Hello, this is Ozda Matar, and I'm your host for Season 3 of the International Voices at Queen's podcast. This episode is recorded on the traditional lands of Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples, and it features guests with international experiences. We're talking about the relationship between academic well-being and procrastination. I hear some of you ask, what is that second word? Well, to procrastinate means to delay doing something that you ought to be doing. And I have Özge Girgin on the phone. Welcome, Özge. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Özlem. It's really good to be here. Özge, can you please introduce yourself? I'm Özge Girgin. I'm a PhD student in the Department of Sociology. My dissertation analyzes the surveillance experiences of Turkish young adults, how they understand, assess, and engage with surveillance through their smartphone, mobile apps, and social media. I can talk a lot about my research, but I know this is not our topic today. True. In this episode, we are exploring the habit of putting off the tasks you should be doing. I'm wondering how you feel when you plan that you're going to do something, but at the end of the day, you realize that you haven't achieved half of it. I usually think we're not alone. Most of the studies and emphasize under planning, but we prefer to plan. So I try to ground myself by taking deep breaths, breathing and mindfulness exercises help to keep me in the moment. When I feel rest, I realize working out also helps calm me down. Also, I talk to my family and friends. They're usually the ones that remind me that I need to be kind to myself. May I okay. interpret it as when you feel stressed because you're delayed with a project, you reach out to your friends. Is that your strategy? Well, there are a couple of strategies I have. So I try to ground myself and breathe. So I try to keep tabs on my anxiety and try to be mindful about how I feel. I realize journaling helps or sometimes talking to myself out. Many students report feeling stressed because of procrastination. Is it something you have struggled with? Definitely. I think everyone procrastinates. We're all different, but we procrastinate in some way or other. I'm wondering what procrastination looks like for you? Oh, it's a long list. Cleaning, watching TV, eating even though I'm perfectly full, finding something to fix at home, working on something that's not my priority, searching up a topic that is fun to learn, but not of my dissertation. I can be creative when it comes to procrastination, but I think I'm not alone. Why do you think you procrastinate? So I procrastinate because I usually have difficulty figuring out how to move forward with a specific chapter or a paragraph or an idea. Most of the time I cannot progress because of fear or anxiety. I realize it afterwards. And perfectionism can be a big trap. And perfectionist tendencies usually block me. In these situations, I try to find out the underlying cause of my procrastination. And rewriting usually helps. And I'd like to learn more about the strategies you've used to overcome procrastination. Getting help usually seems like a weakness, but asking for help can be very empowering. It has helped me a lot. I've used various resources in different phases of my PhD journey. There are resources both in and out of the university. 
Can you expand on that a little? Um, of course, yes. At Queens, they're great services. I have been working with student academic success services consultant on overcoming procrastination, um, sentence and paragraph structure, word choices, chapter organization, and clarifying my idea. In terms of resources, students can also work with counselor and occupational therapist at Queens Wellness Center. My name is Lindsay Heggie, and I'm an academic skills specialist at Student Academic Success Services, or SAS. We're located on the first floor of Stauffer Library and offer free academic support, both in person and online. One of the best parts of my job is talking to students from across Queens, undergraduates and graduate students from all faculties and departments. I get to hear about their experiences and help them find ways to improve how they manage their academic work and their lives. Procrastination comes up a lot in the work that I do with students because most people procrastinate. At some point, in some way, it happens. It can feel inevitable, a pattern that we can't get away from. But that's not the case. There's a lot we can do to become more self-aware, to stop procrastination in its tracks, and even prevent it from happening as often. If you want to come in to talk to me or one of my colleagues about procrastination or another aspect of your academic work, go to sass.com queensu.ca and click on appointments to learn more about the one-on-one support we offer and to book with me. See you soon. I'm Alyssa Forstner, one of the coordinators at Student Academic Success Services. Every week on Tuesday evenings, I co-host a writing workshop series called Write It. At this writing workshop series, we explore a variety of writing topics from small grammatical elements to big picture stylistic concerns. And we work collaboratively as a group to unpack the academic expectations you'll encounter in your writing at Queen's. This program is open to all Queen's students, undergraduate and graduate, and it takes place on Zoom. Register at sas.queensu.ca. You seem to have made good use of the available resources, especially the Student Academic Success Services and the Student Wellness Center. Now, let's get back to the process of writing, because, you know, many students find it challenging. Writing is a lonely process, and being with other students in these times have reminded me that I'm not alone. For this reason, I like participating in co-working sessions to provide me the structure and support I need in the day-to-day work. For example, I have been participating in grad writing lab offered by staff. But I also use other services outside Queen. So for the last couple of months, I have been attending sessions of the Academic Writer Page. It's an online community of PhD students from all over the world. Also, in addition to all these, uh, there have been also times that I join in Meetup. For example, there are Shut Up and Write online events day and night. So there are also online thesis and dissertation camps of different schools. And workshops online about procrastination and overcoming perfectionism. What I would recommend is podcast by Emma Brodinski. Um, she has a podcast 
called the PhD Life Round, where she talks with different guests about PhD process. I would like to remind everyone that procrastination is not laziness. My best advice to myself or anyone else to keep it simple and focus on writing the first draft. Once the draft is there, it's possible to work on it or to improve it. My mom usually reminds me to be in the flow and I would pass this advice to anyone listening. It's better to be in the flow than uh, waiting to be ready. For example, I told I didn't know enough to start writing during my proposal stage. So I kept on reading and reading these articles and books. It was my friend who reminded me that I will never be ready unless I start writing. We're all different and we all have different habits and schedules. We need to work with how we are wired. I know it's not easy, but comparing ourselves with others does not help. Hard, externally set deadlines usually works better for me. I typically try to create external deadlines that I cannot reschedule. I also create in-person opportunities to work with friends. For example, we come together and work on our own project in the same location. Also, declaring my goals at the beginning of a co-working session keeps me accountable. I change locations from time to time. It motivates me to start working in a new location. There have been times that I use the Pomodoro technique, so 25 minutes work, 5 minutes break with a timer. I also find to do list very useful. I create a list of everything I have to do and then I divide each task into smaller ones. If I have difficulties starting, which happens, I do some pre-writing sessions. Thank you for all the responses you've given. As you see, I have been using a variety of techniques. Thank you very much, Ozan. It has been a pleasure talking to you. My pleasure. Good day. This podcast aims to support members of the university community with intercultural realities. It also serves as a resource for those who seek to better understand the experiences of individuals with intercultural and multilingual realities. This episode is produced by Queen's University International Center and Student Academic Success Services. The music for our podcast series was created by Kingston musician and Santur performer Sadaf Amini. I'd like to thank her for sharing her unique tunes with us. You can find out about her music on her website www.sadafamini.ca. Thank you to the CFRC team for their support. My mentors and thinking partners in this project were Lydia Skulstad and Alyssa Forstner. I appreciate their guidance. I'd like to close this episode by acknowledging that as an international doctoral candidate in Queen's Cultural Studies program, I'm grateful to be able to live, learn, and play on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and the Anishinaabeg peoples. Thank you for listening.